Welcome to the e-commerce spotlight, a podcast where we discuss all things e-commerce related from email marketing to angry customer reviews. My name is Diana and today Ted Rolski from Chop Chop has decided to join us to talk about WordPress themes. We would like to cover some questions such as are custom made themes always better or maybe they're too expensive and we should stick to ready made solutions. Well, let's find out. So without further ado, let's introduce today's guest and then get straight to the good stuff. Hi, Ted. Hi, Diana. Thanks for the invitation. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you today? Thank you. Fine. It's a lovely day over here. So I'm happy to, you know, <laughs> to come to dig into some technicalities. Yes, yes. It's always a good day to talk about e-commerce, right? So. Yep, exactly. All right. Um, well, my first question is, um, could you tell me a little bit what exactly is Chop Chop and what do you guys do there? Well, um, Chop Chop is uh, many things, I would say. But I mean, basically, we're a web development studio. That's what we specialize in. Uh, we have a wide range of uh, technologies that we support. So, um, well, we're quite versatile and flexible when it comes to solutions that we apply for clients' uh, needs. Um, well, we started as a WordPress specialists, so that would be still the core of our um, work. However, in the meantime, I mean, we always, we've always tried to be up to the time with the technologies and, you know, the progress, because in the... In this business, you have to be, you know, on the watch on what's new, what's happening, and uh, you, you got to adapt. So a few years ago, we started uh, developing like a, a web a web application branch. So that's our, like the second focus uh, when it comes to technology. And the third one would be e-commerce. We, we, we cover three popular technologies, which is WooCommerce, uh, Shopify, and Magento. So depending on the size of the store, depending on the needs of the clients when it comes to the functionality, depending on the preferences, whether it's a self-hosted or a SaaS service, we can adapt. So yeah, I would say that that's it. We, we don't stray from other uh, services like UX, UI, uh, consulting, things like that. However, the core is the development. That's what we're, the, we're best at. Okay. Um, can you let me know uh, how long have um, you guys been working in e-commerce? Just like specifically. Yeah, I mean, I would, that would be around nine years, I would say. Uh, when I joined Chop Chop nine years ago, we were already in the process of uh, building a Magento branch. It's actually a different brand called Magently. We're the same team, but for marketing reasons, this was kind of separated from the core Chop Chop. But um, yeah, so that's when we started uh, really pursuing this path uh, of e-commerce. WooCommerce joined a uh, little later as a natural evolution uh, from WordPress specialization. Shopify is a recent addition. We just uh, acquired a small team of uh, Shopify specialists. And uh, based on that, we developed this branch of, of business. But uh, this one is the freshest of the e-commerce platforms. Okay. so. How did it happen that from, let's say, all the e-commerce um, companies, you decided to choose Chop Chop? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Why, why Chop Chop? Uh, why Chop Chop for a client? 
Uh, no, um, why why did you decide from all of the other companies to to start working for Chop Chop? And yeah, you see, that's a that's a that's a good question because I mean that's my first job in IT. Uh, I started nine years ago. Uh, I graduated uh, like from the university. Uh, I did some part-time jobs and decided, okay, it's now to set, time to settle down. Let's look for something interesting. And well, my biggest strength was my language skills. So I was looking for something in the international environment. I didn't want a big company, like a big corporation. That's not something for me. So I was browsing through the, through the offers and I saw Chop Chop's offer, job offering. And I was like, yeah, that's it. I mean, from the first moment, I understood that that's the environment I want to work in. Uh, like, a, you know, developing company that gives you a lot of autonomy, gives you, you know, you, you can develop alongside the company, build your skills together with the company. So that's the best way to start in the business. And well, I didn't just start uh, a state for nine years now. <laughs> I'm still still there. So, well, I think it's 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 it's, it's a multiple. I mean, there are multiple factors that kept me at Chop Chop. That's definitely the, the team, uh, the people I work with. Uh, that's, a, that's a lovely team of people who really like what they do and try to play as team players rather than on their own. That's what's very important for me. Um, it's also the fact that we, it, it's part of my nature as well and my colleagues as well, that we get really, uh, we're dedicated to what we do. So we want to deliver something that makes sense rather than just earn money. Uh, we'd rather say that we're not uh, really able to do something instead of doing it wrongly. So yeah, I would say these are the factors that kept me, I mean, made me start, it's a different story, but that things that kept me at Job Job. Yeah, and e-commerces are really in just, uh, like, let's say really rapidly developing, um, especially since pandemia, so I think it's a good, industry to be in with a lot of future absolutely. potential right right absolutely and there is no boredom there is like every project is different uh every client has different needs so that's also important for me that there is no boredom at, you know at work every day i challenge i face new challenges yeah so um have you ever participated in a podcast before maybe you guys do um, your own <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny again because uh, I've never been on a IT related podcast. I used to run my podcast, uh, music related pod podcast. Uh, I was playing uh, reggae and dancehall, and uh, you know, telling some stories about some very niche things in this very niche genres. Uh, at least niche in our reality, because there are parts of the world where it's not a niche culture, but. Um, yeah, in Poland, yeah. <laughs> it's not that popular. So um, yeah, that was a very niche thing, but um, I, it gave me a lot of fun. I'm in the process of preparing the second season with guests this time, but this is like a fifth level of my projects I'm currently working on. So it's taking time and I have like five, uh, five episodes I recorded, but I haven't even started mixing them yet. And it's going to be a bit of a work. All right. So there you have some experience. I guess yeah, it's not. I do. Okay. All right. I think um I want to get a little bit more into um the actual reason we met today to discuss. Um uh, Ted, please tell me um uh, my first question would be uh, about WordPress themes. Um so for uh, like if a client came to you, what would you say is better, custom made or ready made? 
does this choice even matter? Does it depend? Um, if you could elaborate a bit about that. Sure. Well, I would say custom theme without any hesitation. Oh. And uh, yeah, there's there's a number of reasons for that. Uh, of course, one of the reasons is that we at Chop Chop we basically try not to deal with uh, ready-made themes, and I'm just gonna elaborate in a moment mm -hmm. why. Um, but uh, it's it's all based also on our experience and everything I'm going to say is not only, you know, some slogans you can find on the internet. This is actual experience of a, of a let's say, you know, professional, let's call me like that, uh, working in the business. I think uh, we can call you that. Years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm always trying to be humble, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, first of all, of course, the invest the initial investment is much smaller because when you when you go for a ready made yeah because you you pay like fifty sixty dollars maybe a hundred dollars and you get a theme that you can set up yourself try to you know just change a few things and it works that's true and if that's enough for you as a you know as a starting business then I would say go for this because that's a good way to test if the business you have in mind makes sense if, if, if it catches up, if you know what I mean. So to start with, you don't even need a development studio to help you. Maybe somebody to put it on the server if you're really not technical. And well, it's nothing to be ashamed of that everybody knows how to put files on the, on the server and then deploy them and you know stuff like that. Um, but that's a good thing for the start. Then when you want to maintain this, the problems start when you want to update it, when you uh, want to add new plugins, because the the themes are usually made in a way that they're very rigid, very, very hard to modify. So if you work with out-of-the-box features, and that's usually enough for the beginning, that's fine. But if you want something that will uh, grow with your company, that you will be able to you know, expand and maintain for years and years to come. You need a good development studio that will create a theme that, that will be ex built exactly for your needs and in a way that will let you build new features without affecting the old ones. That's the first thing. Um, so like being future-proof, if, if you can say it that way, yeah. like being possible to last for longer than just a few months, let's say. Because I've seen a lot of ready-made themes. I usually see them when a client, desperate client comes to ask after working with three freelancers and says, guys, please, please save this theme. It's broken. Everything they do, everything they touch breaks something else. I can't get a simple feature on. And that's the case because you have a version of WordPress. You have a version of WooCommerce if we're talking about a, a store. And then you have plugins on top of that. And on top of that, you have a page builder and uh, you know the theme that was built for this particular moment and for the demo to be sold, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's one of the things. The other thing is um, uh, the efficiency or like the page speed. Page builders are built with a lot of features that you as a, as a store owner don't need. They are built to accommodate many different scenarios um, of course, only the scenarios they, that, that the creators will foresee, but there are many features that you don't need. Every feature, every element on the site that you don't need uh, affects your page speed. And page speed means 
good or bad SEO. Yeah. So that's a very important factor. What's more, the more you work on it, the database grows. And from the very beginning, the database is much bigger than with a custom team and much more chaotic. So the more it grows, the more you add features, the more orders there are, the page speed deteriorates all the time. So that's a very important factor to take into consideration. Again, that's why I said for the beginning to test your business, let just, just to start with, yes. In the meantime, you can start working on the actual team. Um, and the last thing, when you have a store, it's very important to take care of the site security. And when you have a team of specialists build your theme and maintain this, you can be sure that uh, you know there are always appropriate measures taken to maintain your your security. With a ready-made team, there can be some you know because it's not only built by developers; it's built of many ready-made components, like a page builder. Let's say a page builder has a has a failure in their updates, your theme becomes much more vulnerable. And well, the last thing, uh, because of course, um, <laughs> I'm saying this, I prepared for this podcast. So I kind of gathered a list That's of the great. most important factors. And, and the last one will be the thing that can be a bit controversial. In our, I mean, in my opinion, it's much more user-friendly to use a backend, the admin panel that's built, especially for your needs. But you have to learn this, of course, because WordPress is not the most intuitive uh, CMS, right? Mm -hmm. It's not the most intuitive backend. And I'm not going to lie about this. But when you learn how to use this and you have the features that you want, it's much easier to use this than, let's say, a builder like a page builder like DV um, or any other, because there is such a variety of features that you don't need that you get lost in it. And I've heard about clients looking for a feature for a couple of days, like a module, because there were so many things that they didn't know where to look for this. And when you have a backend that's prepared for you, well, it's much easier to learn and you know that the feature that is there is the one you're looking for. So I would say that like, you know, in short or not in so short, that will be the most important factors why you should consider going for a custom team. Of course, the investment is much bigger, but if you want your business to grow, well, I guess you need to invest first. I have a question. Um... I also sometimes heard of a situation because it depends if um, sometimes it's an open source, but if you, um, for instance, Magento, I, I know it's not um, the main topic today, but I know that sometimes um, certain companies build on Magento, but it's a SaaS. Um, and then if you want to implement any changes, it's also very, very problematic. Um, so is that something we should also look out for um, if what we're buying is a SaaS or an open source? Is that something that I don't know clients should pay particular attention to? Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, all WordPress teams are self-hosted. So you don't really face the risk yeah. of uh, this being SaaS. Because uh, with Magento, I think it's a different story mm -hmm. with the, you know, uh, with the Magento Commerce, et cetera, et cetera. So, but uh, with, uh, with WordPress, it, you're the owner. But I mean, what you're saying, the flexibility is yeah. a problem. If you want to build new features and develop it, it's 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 starting to to be problematic. Because if you want to go with the SaaS, a simple out of the box solution, then it's better to go with the Shopify team. Um, because I mean, Shopify mastered it better. I mean, that's their whole business idea to let you build in a simple way, nicely looking themes that are a SaaS. It's a more a more expensive thing to maintain, but gives you more. Mm, possibilities, let's mm -hmm. say.
with WordPress themes, these are, because WordPress is open source, so anybody can build a WordPress theme. How you as a user can judge whether this one was built in a good way or not. Like taking apart even all the you know, bad sides I told you about of, a, of ready-made themes in general, then this factor comes in, like it can look beautifully in the demo, but it's just a demo yeah. and you don't own the, uh, the pictures uh, or the photos or the videos. They might be different resolution than what you have. So they will not look nicely when you replace them with your, own, your pictures. And when you have a design team, they will also adapt to what you have, to your brand uh, feel, to your brand materials, assets, everything you have. Okay, so tell me what are the biggest then advantages of custom things? Um, and we know a little bit that you can choose everything. Is it actually that much more expensive or how does it look in the long run then? Well, uh, the maintenance in the long run will be much cheaper because if it's built correctly in a, you know, uh, by team of professionals, uh, then every, the, the developers do what they can to, to make sure, to ensure that this uh, theme lasts long. And as long as you update all the plugins and uh, WooCommerce and WordPress regularly, and this sometimes can obviously mean a little bit more work because we, if we have a bigger update, we need to put a little bit more work to make sure that the custom features are not affected by this. And if they are, you need to make the fixes. And that's something you cannot really avoid um, because, well, we to build a custom theme, we need to overwrite some of the uh, basic features. But this happens rarely, only in the case of big updates. Um, when you have, uh, uh, so, so maintenance is much easier and to build out the new features is much easier. Uh, the initial investment, yes, it's much bigger. It's a um, it's couple of dozen times bigger or like a dozen times bigger because uh, it depends on the team you choose, obviously. But if I'm to talk for our, for us, you know, a, a basic ready-made theme is $100 plus, let's say, you know, a couple of hours of uh, some developers help to, to help you, uh, you put it up on a server and stuff like that. So you probably couple of hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, and that's it. Um, with, a, with a custom theme, that's a few thousand dollars. Of course, if you have many custom features, there is, I mean, I'm not telling about the end, I mean, the, the highest end of possible costs. But again, if you have custom features, you're not gonna go with a ready-made theme in the first place, because you will not get these features that are custom. You need a developer to build them upon a theme and well, building them on top of a ready-made theme will be a suicide. So if we're talking about even, let's say a more or less standard store with some custom features, that's a few thousand dollars. Okay, but in the long run, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, by the long run, I also mean, um, you know, reliability of your store and uh, the SEO, because in the long run, it's not only the cost that you put into the store, but also the profit. The, you know, you, you can get a much better profit of a well-working store because user will be not really uh, bouncing from the, because the page will be loading too, too long or that the, the, some features will not work. Uh, because imagine, you know, a pay, product page gets broken because you did something wrong in the page builder or the update of the page builder 
broke something uh, on the pay product page, well, you stop earning money. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I'm not saying that things don't break in custom themes, but they do very much, much more rarely, uh, much, much less frequently than it happens with the uh, with the custom with the ready-made themes. All right. Um, do you know? Um, well, since we know, we established that um, custom themes are way better. Uh, do you know why ready-made ones are just so much popular, much more popular than custom ones? Do you know why people opt for that? At, do you think it's just the price or? Well, in my opinion, it's it's a pro it's the price. Mm, generally speaking, WordPress is uh, is the most widely available platform for you to build a cheap store mm -hmm. uh, because that's you only have to make one investment and then have a, the cheapest WordPress hosting you can have and you can start. Of course, the better hosting, the better theme, etc. We can we can go on, but to start with is a great solution. And well, there's lots and lots of new businesses popping up mm -hmm. around uh, that are working on a small scale. And uh, I, I know it perfectly even fr from my home because my wife has a store and, and she started with some, I mean, she's never really had a, a ready-made theme uh, from Team Forest because, well, we've, we already were together when this could have happened. But before I had met her, she had, a, she had like a, a, a SaaS feature, which was, mm -hmm terribly looking but was cheap it was the cheapest and that was the only way for her to start and as her business developed she went for well she got a good advice at home so yeah I bet. <laughs> uh, yeah but uh that's the, that's the philosophy and i mean i get it not everybody want to start with a big debt to build a store that will guarantee you know that it works perfectly from the start because you don't know if the business concept really sells so you know, you, with the WordPress team, you just need $100 and you can start your business and just see what happens. Yeah. Just a bit of advertising, even on social media, you can do it yourself. So it's like a DIY mentality. And since it's so widely available, people just go for this. Uh, but at the same time, you can see how Shopify's popularity is growing. It's because it's, it's really filling this uh, niche in the market. Since these stores look much better, work much better because well, they also don't give you that much uh, flexibility, but all this code is maintained and built by the creators, at least the, the engine of Shopify. Uh, and these themes are usually built by Shopify, so it's only a few applications slash plugins that you need to add. That's why it's growing, because the users that feel that want to start with a business, they have a better choice now than to go with a cheap ready-made theme. This is just the cheapest, most basic solution to go with, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So could you tell me um, what exactly is um, the process of creating a WordPress theme? Um, okay, let's say, let's say I am a shop owner. Uh, yes, I'm right now Diana, shop owner, and I come to you because I want to create my own website. Um, let's say I have an idea, maybe I want to sell luxurious candles, I don't know. Uh, could you tell me a little bit more how this process looks like, step by step? Uh, if sure. I came to Top Top, um, exactly, how does it look? How do you guys take care of your clients? Well, the first thing that happens is you meeting me, oh. <laughs> usually, unless I'm on holiday, uh, because I'm responsible for the new business at Top Top right now. So uh, what I do, I try to meet with a client, in this case you, yeah. to learn more about your business, 
learn more about the features you might need on your website, uh, learn more about what you have right now, whether you have the branding, whether you have the design team, uh, whether you already have like specific features in mind because some clients come after consultations with a professional e-commerce consultants. So they come with a list of features and well, that makes things easier for us. We just, uh, we, 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 it's ready, right? You apply but, um, them. Let's, let's, let, let's, let's assume that you have nothing. You just have an idea. So we start with, uh, UX UI consultations, uh, with our, uh, colleagues from the UX UI team. Uh, if it's necessary, we start with the branding, you know, the style guide and all the, you know, colors, fonts, and basically that look and feel of the website and your brand, because that's what we can do as well. This is a, speci a speciality of, let's say, uh, other companies that specialize in marketing, but we can do this as well. If okay. you're happy to, to do this with us. In most cases, it doesn't happen. In most cases, the clients come with uh, the logo, the, the, right. the, the fonts, with this whole style guide. We take this, we organize workshops with the UX team to discover your needs, to discover your target group, to discover what you are going to really sell. Uh, we're not really trying to intervene or interfere with what your, what your business idea is. We're just to put it into a website. We're not a, like a consultancy company when it comes to business. So based on all the information that we get from you, uh, we start working on the design. Uh, that's where most of your um, cooperation with us is needed because that's where we ask you very frequently if you like what we're doing, if this is the right direction. We discuss our approach, why we chose certain solutions, you know, instead of others that may look nicer, but be less UX friendly. Mm -hmm. Once the design is signed off, uh, we start, we assign developers and we start the development, which is a process that doesn't involve the client that much because it's basically putting the, everything we discussed, everything we uh, created when it comes to design, the actual look and feel of the website, we put it into the code and add the admin panel so that it's easy to use for you to edit yourself because that's the biggest advantage of WordPress. Not only WordPress, but I mean, most of the CMSs now, but WordPress was kind of revolutionary in that matter with the whole community of plugins that you can do a lot of stuff yourself. Uh, then when the process is ready, we test this uh, internally, both the functions and the visual part of the website and put it on a staging server that we can help to set, to set up for you. Uh, you just need to um, buy some server space uh, we can recommend somebody again, it's, we're trying to work with clients and adjust to their needs. Uh, and then we're waiting for your feedback okay. as soon and as, uh, the amendments are made, depending if it's bugs or not, we're trying not to deliver a page with bugs, but right. I mean, nobody is perfect. And sometimes there might be some, you know, small things that, that we, we have overlooked. Uh, and then we can just, uh, move it to production. I mean, make the page go live. Yeah. And um, what's the average time uh, that a client has to wait from, let's say, the beginning to uploading the website? Or does it just differ depending on the size or? Yeah, I mean, we can have like an average for a, we already assumed we, we need a, a basic theme with some custom features, right? So I would say that the design process in total can take around two weeks, assuming there is the most uh, communication involved. So... When we get a green light, we start working on this. Sometimes you need to wait like a week for us to start because obviously we're trying to be as as booked as possible. 
and most of the companies that well do their job right will have the same situation. So you need to maybe wait a little, but from the moment when we start, uh, that's usually around two weeks for the design. And then I would say three to four weeks uh, to get everything after feedback live. Uh, because we can be ready with the development faster, but well, based on my experience, I can tell you that you will never have time exactly the moment when we say, hey, can you check whether everything's fine? Well, you're, you're running a business, so it's not that that moment you're ready. Okay, let me just check. So then there's a bit of back and forth with communication, some, you know, adjustments, some fixes. What would you say that's the most, like, the most challenging part in, um, you know, making custom um, theme? from the whole process, which which part do you find the most challenging? Like discussion with the clients or when maybe if the client doesn't fully know or... Um... Yeah, I would say the discovery phase mm-hmm. um, to be able to balance between um, the features that the client think they, they need and look nice and the page speed, I mean the balance between mm-hmm. those yeah. two, page speed and ease of development. Because... There are solutions that may differ with some details, but one will be very easy to implement. The other one will require custom development and will take a few days more, which is a few thousand dollars more, right? Or not a few thousand, but well, yeah, much more money. So, uh, and well, because I'm more, I'm, I'm more, I've been working professionally with development much more than design. So for me, since I know much less about this and seems much, uh, Con- much more connected to the client's taste is the UX UI phase. So the discovery of the features, but again, also making sure that the client simply likes what he or she sees. Because, you know, m- in most cases, the clients don't really have a very specific uh, idea of mm-hmm. how they want their website to look like. So they will tell you, yeah, similar to the competition, the colors, oh, yeah, I like red, but I don't know. And then you actually have to imagine, based on this very vague information, what the client likes. So I would say that these are the challenges because putting this into code, unless it's a very complex project, but that doesn't usually happen with Shopify or WooCommerce. It's more magenta related when we really have big stores with custom features. Uh, So that's usually less challenging. Okay. Um, And let's say, is it possible to do that, um, you know, the website theme, um, you know, I'm still your uh, new client here. Uh, is it possible that the website theme will somehow reflect the vision of my company? Maybe if I don't really know what colors I want, but I can come to you and just say, this is the vision of my company. Yeah, that's what the designers do. Okay. They put your vision into actual visuals let's say this way right Uh, so that's why i'm saying it's challenging in my opinion because you have to have great imagination not only actual knowledge of ux ui uh the imagination and intuition are very important in the designer's uh job so as i'm saying you can come with a vision and say about some inspirations that you have and it's our duty to put it into a form that will be a website that will represent your vision that will represent your energy and that will attract your target group all right so okay let's say i have now my website (laughs) could you tell me what do you think it's easier um when you when building a theme from the ground up 
or optimizing an already existing one in in your opinion which one would be better <laughs> oh that's a that's a question i really i really hate when it's asked by clients because well if you ask the developers i'm the tricky client uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you ask the developers, ninety-nine uh, percent cases you will hear, no, you gotta build it, build it from the from the from the from the scratch. Okay. I have a bit, a little bit different approach, and I'm trying to work with the clients because, of course, I understand that it makes no sense to build your theme from scratch if you just built it a year ago or something like that, and you just need it improved. So. It, it depends on the quality of the code. It depends on the theme you use. We sometimes can ad advise on some up upgrades, simple changes that can you know improve your page speed or improve the UX or fix some bugs. But we do this after really looking into the code because as Chop Chop, we specialize in building custom themes. So. Neither we have experience in really working with ready-made themes or page builders in particular, nor we really like to do this because the developers, um, well, they want to really, you know, grow as developers and as professionals. Mm -hmm. And this is a step backwards. And well, we're also, as I said in the beginning, we're a team. So we're trying to do stuff or like, I'm not going to let my colleagues do stuff they hate, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So. Uh, we're a bit choosy accepting these projects, but it's not that we don't do this. It, we do this sometimes. Um, and sometimes it's just a matter of, let's say, maintaining a theme for a while until the client grow, gets to know us, know, know us better and feels like, okay, maybe it's better instead of really spending money on maintaining this one and improving, maybe just to put a stop okay. to this mm -hmm. and, and, and just invest in building something that will not break. Because you can't forget that making even small changes to a ready-made theme can be really time consuming because you uh, change one thing in a custom way in the code and something else can yeah. break because these things are interconnected. So if we build a theme, we know what can break. We have tools to detect this. In this case, it's much harder. So that's also the experience we got that it often made our relationship with, with clients go sour because we are not able to really reliably estimate the amount of time we will need to make some changes. Yeah, it's like a Pandora's theme. box. You open one and a lot of things go out. Exactly, exactly. I couldn't say it better. All right. So um, as someone who deals with um, websites professionally on a daily basis, um, could you tell me what's the biggest mistake you see while online shopping? Um, what makes you leave the website right away? Or I don't know, you add things to car to the cart and you don't end up buying it. Could you tell us some of like the biggest mistakes that you've noticed? Um, well, to be honest, as a user, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this from my personal perspective uh, this time, I would say uh, the reliability of payment methods and the payment process. If I see any problems during the checkout, I start growing suspicious towards the website. And uh, that's, again, I mean, choosing a third-party payment provider, if you choose a popular one, well, that's usually enough. Like in Poland, we have, I mean, there's, it can be Stripe, for example, let's say international, right? Um, and then, okay, I'm, I'm fine with this. However, with a checkup process, there is a lot on, a lot happening on the themes side as well. So you need to make sure this goes 
smoothly as possible. Uh, so that would be the first thing because I'm I'm personally not that uh, sensitive to page speed. I mean, I don't close the tab uh, if the page doesn't load within a second. I know a lot of people do, and statistics show that a lot of people do. That's one of the biggest factors when it comes to you know people bouncing off your website. But I'm personally not that affected by this. If the page loads long, but I'm interested in what they're selling. I'll just open another tab and wait until the other one uh, loads. And maybe that's because of my niche interests uh, and when I want to buy some vinyl records of, you know, your uh, vintage Jamaican music, you're not always sure that this website, you know, is built by professionals and brings a lot of money to maintain this. So I'm more tolerant about it. Okay. Um, what about um, sometimes uh, when it comes to like categories or filters, do you think that those sometimes, like if you don't have the filters right, or I don't know, people can't find your buy now button, like those are also common. I know um, from my experience, uh, the harder it is for me to find, you know, where's my shopping list, where's my cart, and then I just get frustrated and I leave it. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And maybe even if you finish the process on one website because you already put an effort into this, you're not coming back because oh, that was a hassle. I don't want to do this again. I'm just going to find another store. And yes, you're right about it. Absolutely. Uh, user friendliness is super important, even more important than page speed. I would say again for me, because uh, I'm a person that really, if, if I like doing business with somebody, being a store as well. Uh, so if I like shopping on a store, uh, you know, on a website, I'll come back. I'm not going to look for other options unless it's but cheaper, of course. But uh, I'll often just go to this one store because I know how to find the things I like and uh, I know the process is safe. Okay. Well, thank you. I think now I can um, start uh, going to that, you know, um, first discovery meeting with you to open my <laughs> own online Absolutely. store. <laughs> All right. I think those are the, this, we covered everything that I wanted to discuss with you today. Um, if anybody has any questions regarding today's topic, uh, please let us know at spotlight at iseagroup.com. Um, or you can reach out directly to Ted um, if you want to find out more about ChopChop and all the solutions that they offer. I know that it's a really, really interesting company. Um, and uh, could you maybe uh, tell our listeners how uh, they could contact you, please? Sure. Easiest is if you go to our website and just find the contact form. Uh, you can also write a direct email to talk at chop-chop-chop-chop.org. Um, so these are the two easiest solutions to reach out to us. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Um, it was really awesome seeing you or maybe more hearing you <laughs> today. <laughs> and I wish you have a nice day and looking forward to the next episode. So thanks Thank so you, much. Thank you, Diana. It was a pleasure. It was nice to talk to you. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you.